in my superhero stance. You are in a superhero pose. What's that for this morning? It's also my cheerleader pose. When I was in high school, you had to put your hands on your fists, on your hips. It just means I'm ready to go. You're ready to go. Ready to talk about dreams. It's the dream interpretation superhero. Yes. Cool. So you're going to interpretate her today. Oh, the dream interpretator. (laughs) That's your superhero name. And my sidekick is a spud. Okay, everybody's like, okay, that's way corny. Please shut up. <laughs> okay. You know, it's, I, I have this tendency to say dream interpreter instead of dream interpreter. You have people who say that to Oh, you? I say that oh, Okay, sometimes. no, I know you do, yes, but you yeah. do it on purpose most of the time. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Well, I thought you did. Maybe you don't. I make fun oh, of it after I do it. Oh, my goodness. What's but... wrong with me this morning? I know what's uh, wrong. I'm drinking brown water. Instead of coffee? Right. Yeah. You know what did, the did you get it from is? the creek in the back? Well, we don't have a creek <laughs> in the back, but here's what I did. I had a real cup, Joe, this morning, and it was good and strong, but I only did a small cup, like six ounces. Right. So I thought, I can usually do, get 10 ounces out of a little Keurig cup, and so I did thought a little four would, ounce uh-huh. afterwards, like a couple hours afterwards. It's just not oh, as strong. You should know better. But it's still good. You you don't even drink coffee. <laughs> That's true. It's, anyway, let me, it's absolutely I need true. a sip of my brown water. Okay, so I'm going to talk, talk, I'm talk while you take a sip of your brown water from the creek out back. That doesn't exist. Michael, Here, we had a creek out back where we used to live. Yeah, I know, and I, I do. Miss my I creek. do miss my creek. Yeah. Michael. Yes. Did he get better? No, I'm on a different subject. Did Jesus turn water into coffee? No, but I'm excited about something. Now, listen, I am not a sound person, but I I do know when we have bad sound and when we have good sound, and we have a new updated board. We do. A sound board. A firmware update, a software update, and it's an amazingly good update. And we tested it this morning. Oh, we can do all kind of new things, too. So. Well, we have this thing. I don't know. I'm sure some of you, if you have, there's something called, I think it's called misphonia. It's where you have this problem with sounds, like if people breathe too much, smack too much, crunch on something, crunching ice, crunching chips, op- crunching with their mouth open, smacking, just breathing. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, I cause Lisa's dysphonia or whatever it is. I think it's misphonia. Misphonia to go off just because I breathe. I'm sorry. I know. You, and, you and my youngest son well, cannot handle me breathing. It's really sad. I'm so I'm sorry. It's the only certain times you don't do it all the time, but sometimes you get into a rhythm where you're where you're breathing very heavily, heavily nasally. I know it's cruel. It's cruel, and it's it, people should be able to breathe without being judged. So I'm sorry. It's true. Okay, so let's so talk about dreams. So we tested it by breathing into the mic, and you, we're not very nasally like we can be sometimes. So people who are listening who may struggle with misphonia we'll pray for you but um you you may hear a clarity that you haven't heard before or maybe you hear less of a smacking or uh you know noises it's true and 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 it seems like i have to breathe really hard to make it make it work now thank god but it's good hey listen to that it's making all kinds of noises in the background (laughs) 
You might want to turn the volume <laughs> I, off on that. I don't know I, if you I'm can. working on that while I'm talking to you at the same time. So I'm amazed at Michael's ability to do certain things. Like he can listen to me and repeat what I say. He can type on the computer and watch TV all at the same time. I, however, if I'm reading a text message, he can be talking to me and I will hear zero of what he has said to me. He he doesn't remember that because every day he'll say, did you hear what I said? And I'll say, no, I was reading a text message. What did you say? I mean, it happens all the time. So he's very talented and he's multitasking right now. So I am, but but it does cause a little bit of distraction. So I'm ready to focus on dreams now, though. Okay. Because I've got the computer sound, which is something new. We can yes. play sound from our computer, yes. and we're going to end our show today with something special because oh, we can do so that. Oh, that's so good, yeah. And But to get it set up was a new challenge, and I didn't realize I was going to yeah. have little notifications from my awesome. computer making noises. During well, podcast. first we need to apologize. Today is Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, we're yeah, not, but we're, we're, we're not on a regular schedule right we're now. We're not. recording every two or three days. So now we're just so. going to say, look, people, we're going to try to release weekly, hopefully at the first of the week. We're going to try and hit Monday, but Michael also suffered another relapse with his sickness this past yeah. week. So we didn't get our podcast out like we normally we wanted to on Monday. We did put some extras out That's there. True. So that should have filled that gap if you were expecting the Monday one with quotation marks. Yes, with those but, air quotes with your little yes, fingers in yes, there. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so I went from this to this. You went from cheerleader pose <laughs> to air quotes. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. So let's talk about dreams. Okay. I'm, I'm really pushing that subject <laughs> this morning. So you had an interesting encounter with someone who was sharing about a child's dream. So I thought we should probably talk a little bit about children's dreams today. I didn't uh, know we were going there that fast. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got some things to say. So, well, good, go on. So, because I think I think it, kids are so open. And, and, and it doesn't matter if you're a family of faith, if you're a Christian like Lisa and I are, or not of faith, some of our listeners who maybe aren't Christians and enjoy listening and learning about dreams, it doesn't matter whether you're a family of faith or not of faith, faith's not as important to you. Children across the board are open to the spiritual realm, and they receive really well from dreams and uh seeing things, actually. And our culture doesn't do a great job of valuing that. Well, not only are they uh, very teachable and and very like little sponges and absorb things and are very open to spiritual things, they are also very sensitive to spiritual things. Yes. So they may, you know, if they're watching a show or if they see something that frightens them, you know, a lot of children are very afraid of like, if you go to the mall during certain seasons, they may see like a Santa Claus figure and it terrifies them or an Easter bunny and it terrifies them because it's just something they're not used to, well, but it strikes something within them, right? They struggle sometimes to distinguish between the make-believe and the real. That's why kids believe in Santa Claus, you know, up to a certain age. They're they're transitioning from make believe to real. Where make believe in their world as young children is just as real as reality is. Yeah. But there's a catch. And that is not all of the things they experience are imagination and make believe. Some of them are spiritual experiences. And I think we do a disservice to our kids 
when we train them that everything is make-believe. Well, Everything's imagination. <clears throat> yes. You know, you had a nightmare. Oh, well, that's not real. Don't worry about that. Go back to bed. Yeah. yeah go back to bed. Go back. You, you, that's, that's just, remember, that was just a dream. It's mm-hmm. nothing important. Mm-hmm. Or there's a boogeyman under the bed. Right. That's not real. That's your imagination. What if it's a spiritual encounter? Or what, what about, if they're sensing things in the spirit realm, which we, right. you know, as born again believers, we believe in that. Well, I don't think I think there's a lot of people who are not born again that will believe in the believe spiritual, realm, spiritual being realm. Real, but yeah. Uh, even myself as a child, I can remember laying in the bed, and I can remember thinking, probably because I had either watched something or seen something or just had a thought, you know, of of a monster being in my room or. Um, just something evil, you know, and I can remember pulling my blanket up over my head and I would breathe really slowly and quietly. And I thought, if nobody hears me breathing, I was about to smother to death, but if nobody hears me breathing, they won't see me or find me. You know, that, that I can remember being the theme fearful. Of a recent movie, didn't it? Like The Quiet Place. When you don't, don't talk. Because, oh, yeah, 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 yeah true. So. But anyway, I, you know, parent, it would be so good if, if, if I had known that my mom and dad, they didn't really understand those things at that time. If I could have gone to them and said, you know, I'm, I'm afraid, I, I sensed a monster in my room, and they could have said, well, let's pray. Let's pray over your room, you know. Let's, yeah. But don't discount it because what they may be sensing is stirring something in them, maybe a gifting may be, or a discernment. discernment. It might yeah. be a spiritual encounter. Yeah. The, the Something in the room, evil or dark, might be demonic or a spiritual encounter. On the other hand, the person, the make-believe person who came to the playground and helped them not fall off the slide. That might have been angelic. In other words, another type of spiritual being. But we tell kids over and over again, it's your imagination, it's your imagination, it's your imagination, until they begin to believe it's just their imagination. Right. Well, I mean, And so we crush their spiritual perceptions. And there's a balance, isn't there? Because I know that your father, historically, in this area, taught much about, you know, uh, imaginary friends can be a danger spiritually. They can, they can be. be. They aren't all necessarily a danger, but because children can begin to focus on that, blame things on that, and then it becomes like this rooted thing in them. And so we do, well, we be cautious with those things, but we can't discount things when our children come to us. And we have to use our own discernment as parents of how do we move forward with this. Right. And, and I have even, a beautiful example of that. And, so. and we, I want to get that, but let me say this. Even there, where it can be a negative thing, Learning to deal with it with the possibility of it being a spiritual encounter instead of an absolute that it was just imagination right. becomes extremely important. Then we're encouraging our children to connect to the spiritual world around them. And really, no matter what your spiritual um, faith side of your life is based on, right. the spiritual realm is a is a very real thing that most people Maybe some agnostic atheist groups don't um, believe in, but most of the people of any type of faith and spirituality believe there is a spiritual realm. So why would we not expect that there would be some overlap there? And if we, particularly us as Christians, can teach our children to see it from the perspective of our faith 
and to exercise authority over the negative sides and welcome the the light, the godly side of things, then we give them an advantage to receiving and hearing from their creator as they grow up, not just through dreams, but in many other ways as well. Well, part of our faith is that we believe that our children are covered under our spiritual guidance until they reach their own age of being able to make a choice of their faith or not. We don't force our children to be, you know, believe the same way we do, but we did teach them uh, our own spiritual tools. We gave them spiritual tools. It's up to them as they get older whether they want to use them or not. That's right. So they are actively, they can actively use the spiritual tools covered under their parents as as believers. Yeah. And and so it's not like you have to be... uh, born again at two years old or three years old to understand what to do even our own son's daughter our granddaughter was would wake up and say there's spiders there's spiders and there were no spiders and so they finally realized maybe she's dreaming about spiders you know so they were able to try to well, address that and instead of just saying no don't worry about it it's just a nightmare well at first they did but as they began to realize and yes. recognize they were able to pray with her pray right. over her room right and as far as I remember, those have stopped for the most part because so. they've taken authority yeah. over it. She's definitely more at peace. But yeah, we can talk, talk some more about we those can. kind of things too. Well, but. you know, um, our friend, um, uh, some friends of ours, uh, we, I didn't ask if we could use their names, so we're just going to talk about them generally. But some friends of ours, um, one of their sons was his young boy. He's probably five, I think, now. Um, he may be six. He, anyway. Um, it's a long time. I know. Um, if she says he's seven, I'm just going to be like, oh, my goodness. They grow up really <laughs> she'll probably, quick. She'll probably listen to this and go, oh, he's older than that. But anyway, um, he had they had watched something, I think, on TV, and it kind of uh, kind of caused maybe a little bit of fear to come in. And he was sharing with her that he was afraid to go to sleep because he really didn't want to have a bad dream. He was afraid he's going to have a bad dream. So... Um, she and her husband talked about it, and they began to talk with him, and they prayed for him, and they reminded him of some Bible verses that he had been learning. And so they, you know, I think it, they were addressing fear, the Bible verses were, and um, like, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, something like that. Right. They'd given him some tools to work with, right? And so they prayed for him and asked God, they asked God specifically to speak to their son. When he woke up the next morning, they were having morning cuddles. I asked if he had had a dream, and he said, yes. He said, I dreamed that one of the Lion movie, one of the Lion King movie characters was talking to me. And the King Lion, he couldn't remember what his name was, but the King Lion said to him, you don't have to be afraid. If something comes after you, I am here. Isn't that awesome? Wow. It's really a cool dream. I love that. And for a lot of folks, that's one of those dreams that doesn't need a ton of interpretation, but let's walk through it because you may have a child who needs some help to distinguish. They may not get the metaphors and the images as quickly as you as an adult would, and you might have a child who needs a little bit of help walking through this. So how we would go through this dream, this is a Christian family. Mm -hmm. Their faith is very important. And in the Christian faith, Jesus is also known as the Lion of Judah. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? it? Yes, and he is the king. So he is the king lion. Right. 
So for a Christian to have a dream about a lion king coming to them mm-hmm. is basically saying your creator yeah. showed up in the room with you to tell you he was taking care of you and don't worry. Yeah, because we refer to God as king of kings. Yeah. And Not so, just the line of Judah, but king of kings. Yeah. And the king lion, it's a double whammy, you know, the king lion right. came and talked to him. And so it's this beautiful picture, and there's several things to look at in this dream that becomes so important for families. Notice something they did. He's in fear. Right. Instead of just saying, you're going to be okay, or come sleep with mom and dad tonight, or, so, all or you're the, a big the, boy, you don't need it. You're a big boy, yeah. you can get over it. Whatever. All the different things, approaches we mm-hmm. typically use, they made a commitment to seek out their creator, to seek him out through his word, the Bible, scriptures that they reinforced his confidence in, and asking the creator of the universe to speak to him. Yeah, I mean, and that, they handled when you it think so well. About it, that's a really big deal. They asked the creator of the universe to speak, and he responded. Now, that, for folks out there who may not be, you know, as big on faith as we are, that's a challenge to you. You yeah. can ask the creator to speak well, to you, and he'll say, respond. Let me just say, it, around the board, first of all, it's going to affect our listeners because we're sharing this, yeah. right? It's it's going to affect mom and dad because they are teaching their child and giving him tools that will help him. And while they're giving him the tools, hoping it will work because they put faith and confidence in that, for the next morning, you know, they're asking, did something happen? Did you have a bad dream? You know, they're inquiring, and he responds back with something. First of all, that's going to tell mom and dad, wow, God is speaking to our child. God is speaking to us because he showed us how to handle it. Yeah. You know? So to me, we shouldn't under... Another thing I'm learning from this is don't underestimate, no matter how young your child is, what they understand. Because here he is, he's watching something, and he knows that fear has come in. He shares it with mom and dad, but he knows that that the enemy can work through dreams to bring fear in him. Yeah. And, and so, so they took that opportunity away from the enemy by turning the night season over to their creator. Yeah. And that's something that, listen, if you've got kids who are dealing with nightmares and night terrors, one of the ways of dealing with that, or even just general fear in going to bed, one of the ways to deal with that is to teach them their creator is present and to ask them and work with them and pray with them to invite their creator into their night season. Yeah, We think we go to sleep and we just fade away from the world and everything becomes imaginary, but really it's a very active time. It's a very active time in the spiritual realm. Right. And so as a parent, we can teach the children to invite our creator in, invite the lion king in, invite that king lion to be a part, invite invite the God of the universe into your night season. Listen, I don't care if you consider yourself born again or not. I'm just going to give you permission to pray <laughs> and ask the creator to reveal himself to you. Well, listen, my thing always, when I'm talking to somebody who's not a faith-based person, mm-hmm. I, I don't try and push them with my faith. Most people who listen to this podcast right. know that because we're very careful with that. But I'm never going to stop challenging you right. to invite the creator to introduce himself because he will. And I right. don't have to push you 
Right. Because it's much better if someone decides to introduce themselves to you in person and tell you how much they care about you than it is for me to tell you that somebody else cares about you. And really, Michael, don't, you know, I know this is a crazy example and I don't want to get too far off base here, but my first experience of, of becoming a born again Christian for me, my first prayer request was that that I would meet the Bay City Rollers who were coming in concert. <laughs> really cool. And I won't go into great there. detail, but, uh, you know, I was young. I, 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 I was like 11 years old, 12 years old, and Bay City Rollers were my favorite group. There was no way I was going to meet these people. <laughs> but long story short, God made it to where I, he could answer my prayer request. Is that something God wanted me to be able to do? I don't know. But did he But he answer, revealed himself to he you rev- through that. I, I knew he was real. I knew he was real because of that, because there was no way possible that was going to happen. And if I could go through the mighty, the crazy details of how it happened, now I know some of you are going, who are the Bay City Rollers? Look, <laughs> that, if that you might Google date it, our, our, our uh, uh, listeners. Oh my goodness, it's really dating me. But um, anyway, so, you know, don't underestimate, uh, I said age earlier. Don't under, underestimate what God wants to do for you. Yeah, it's and, really true. And, and part of the reason we do this podcast is to hopefully encourage people that God is trying to communicate with you. He's trying to have, you know, an ongoing conversation with you. Don't shut that out. That's just all we're saying, that's right? It. Yeah, it really is. And it's and also an encouragement. Sorry, I'm full. That's okay. You are it's full. Also- I can tell. <laughs> you've got your cheerleader hands up and you've got something to this say. This is also for parents of grown children because, listen... I, I still dream about all my children. I, I all my children. Anyway, I, I still dream about my children. They're grown, but even this week, I had a dream about one of my sons. I have four sons. Uh, I, I had a dream. I'm thinking of another. I have, two of my sons were in my dreams this yeah. week, and it shows me how to pray for them. It, it brings me hope. Well, and I, struggles are revealed in dreams for me. And well, your kids worry about you sometimes because. They can't hide anything from you. You'll have dreams that yeah. reveal to you some of the things that are going on in their life, things yeah. they wouldn't necessarily talk to you right, about. Right, right. And you can very carefully yeah. let them know you're praying for them in regard to those things. Right. And and that's honestly, while it kind of stuns them sometimes, yeah. it's also a big encouragement to them. Well, I hope so. You know, I mean, I, any, I hope so. Well, I hope it is. And praying. I don't always share. No, I no, don't no, always I share. And I, I pray well, and we about don't, it before. We don't recommend that everybody always share. But there exactly. are those times when the door opens up for it. Right. That you do. I, I usually, I pray and I ask, I really inquire of the Lord and I just say, do I need to share this? Should right. I share this? And sometimes you can just say, I just want you to know uh, um, I'm praying for you. Right. And if you say, I've had a dream about you, they're going to want to know what did you dream, you know? Right, right. And uh, so maybe not even use that word, but you can just say, I just want you to know you've been on my heart and I'm praying for you. It's an easy way of saying it, you know, without trying to get them to pull something out of you that maybe they don't, wouldn't be able to talk to you about it that moment or confess or yeah. or even even sharing great triumphs for them, you know? I mean, just like, you know, you may you may see that they're up for a promotion, but maybe you don't want to say that to them, but just pray for them. They'll be able to handle it well, steward it well, you know. Anyway. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, when, when we look at this and we're looking at kids and dreams, um, we have dreams about our kids even when they're older. Yeah. Because they're still our children. Yes, they are. And, and and God will speak to us things that are valuable and important for their life. Our kids, 
particularly when they're younger, have dreams, and they need parents who are willing to help them understand them. So you may not dream a lot, but your children may dream more. Yeah. And you you want to learn, you want to grow enough that you can help them to understand that. Help them cut off the night terrors. Night terrors for children tell you that children have a gift of dreaming. Not just and for children. Enemy, I have to cut off your night I, terrors. I know, but, <laughs> but, but what I'm talking about is, is when children have night terrors, yeah. it tells you this. It does not say they have a propensity for bad dreams. Now, as we get older, a lot of our night terrors come from insecurities, fears, maybe what we're watching on TV or at the movies, things like that. So we're feeding it. They become very soulish natured right? coming from within us. But when we back up to the younger children, there's some of that, but it's not as much. We're dealing with an adversary, an enemy of the creator of the universe who wants to stop them from functioning and flowing in a gift they have so if he can off, shut it down. Cut off their dreaming so they don't have that mechanism to hear from their creator. And that is, you know, an intentional spiritual disruption of their spiritual life. And so we want to help them overcome it, just like our friend did with her son yeah. in this particular case we just shared about. Yeah. I can remember our kids, I can remember one of our boys having dreams that wolves were coming to attack his brothers and the wolves were chasing down and attacking his brothers. And he had that dream several times, multiple times. And we had to sit down and help. The, the dream was scary to him. It wasn't a night terror. Actually, it was a invitation to pray for his brothers. I don't even remember that. Attack. Yeah. It was an invitation to pray for his brothers because they were under attack. They were dealing with some issues in their life that were trying to devour them. Wow. And and how do we respond to that? We have to distinguish. Is it a night terror mm. or is it a call to prayer? So those horrid, evil, dark, dark dreams, no color in them, black and white, uh, things where there's this sense of foreboding evil to it, night terror. Mm -hmm. That sense of fear that comes with seeing something negative or bad happening, but there's maybe color and light in the dream, and there's a, a sense of this is important in some way, uh, but it's a, a, a stirring in the person more than it is a terror in them. Those tend to be more for our children, dreams that fall on the side of calls to them, uh, a gift of their creator saying, you can do something about this. And so our son had this dream several times, and we had to. I can remember where we were sitting. He was standing on a staircase, and I was standing beside him, talking to him about that dream mm. before he went to bed. And I said, "Let's pray for your brothers. That dream is telling you that there's something coming against them, and that you have been invited by your Creator, by God, to pray for them, so that they would not be devoured." Yeah. And we prayed for his brothers, and he never had that dream again. Wow. That's cool. So it's it's really a powerful thing. You do need to distinguish, though, yeah. between those things that are a little scary but have a purpose and those things that are dark and night terrors. Yeah, because you want to cut those off because they're intended to yeah. stop your dream life. The others are intended to draw you in, even as a child, mm. to draw our children into a, a real spiritual world where they can be engaged and involved. Right. You know, we've always made it to where we talked about our dreams, you know, and so uh, I believe our children know and definitely have a value for dreams now. Even if they, uh, you know, may not be uh, 
in full-time ministry and they're doing all this stuff, they know God speaks to them through dreams, you know. And so once in a while they'll share one with us that they've had, you know. Or they'll ask us occasionally yeah, about how to interpret. They don't do that <laughs> a whole lot. What they don't but. like is people coming to them going, hey, can you interpret this dream for us? They think. Oh, they like, get asked that a lot, Oh, they too, do, so. but they really are good at it. They are good at oh, it. Oh, gosh, they're going to be mad at me because I said that. But they really have a lot of wisdom in that area because they're around it so much. They don't realize what comes so naturally to them. Um, is difficult And, and that they've others. grown up in. is It is it can be challenging for yeah, others. Teach your kids to grow up in the spiritual world. Instead of telling yeah. them everything's their imagination, Walk with them through figuring it out. Well, what part of it's imagination? Yeah. What part of it's the real spiritual world? Because let's just get down to the nitty gritty of it. I mean, there's a scare right now in people's hearts and lives uh, over this coronavirus thing, right? Yeah. So we want people to be at peace. Yeah. We don't want them to be fearful. Our time here on earth is limited, whether it's one day or whether it's 100 years. I mean, or 120 years, whatever it is. We don't want to be in fear. We want to be at peace. So we're not we're not promised tomorrow. That's true. And so you know, it's, we need to be living spiritual lives because the eternity is greater on time timeline. If you're going to measure it on timeline, eternity is eternity a little longer, is a little than, longer than your life here. So yeah. let's so spiritual let's, life let's build our spiritual powerful. life. Yeah, it's true. We well, had something almost, we want to share. Yeah, we're don't almost we? out of time, but mm-hmm. we are in a very difficult season, yeah. a very difficult time. And we're going to be a little shamelessly self-promoting here, not necessarily promoting so us, but but promoting my son. My oldest son has written some songs and and put out a digital CD. Well, actually, it's a regular he has a CD. CD. Too. He's, yeah. he's put out a little album. Anyway, it's an album, uh, and we just want to encourage as we close out with some music to uh, meditate and ponder and consider during. The difficult season that we're in, and so to be we're going to close with something to bring peace, yeah, and to bless you with. And just so you know, we'll run four or five minutes over our normal time as a result of that. So if you're just here for the podcast, then I'll be closing that out in just a minute. But I encourage you to stay on and just meditate on the things we've talked about. Meditate on your Creator. Meditate on the spiritual world and just let peace wash over you during this time. So, till next time, keep dreaming.